For the film crickets with Jay Fortier and Chris Martino. On this week's episode, I will be filling in for Chris, and Jay and I will be joining this week's special guest from the Playlist Wars podcast, Gomez. Jay Gomez and I will be reviewing the 1986 American sports film Rad. Does it stand the test of time? Let's find out. Your film crickets are on now. All right, hey friends, my name is Jay Fortier. I'm along with my good friend. Steve Lavoy. Steve, where the hell is Chris? Chris? I don't know. I, here <laughs> two, I am. two in a row. Two, two in weeks. A row. Yeah, but you gave me you gave me notice this time, so I'm good. I'm good. I did yeah. give you. Uh, now you know what? I don't want to say why because I'm just in case uh, it's not supposed to be said. You know, I'd rather Chris say why. Uh, but you know, he's going through going through changes. <laughs> no, but in life. You know, like things happen, and he's got to take care of some shit, and then, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'll let him tell you when the time is right. Not not bad things, not bad things, just, uh, but unfortunately, uh, things like this, it's like you just can't fit them all in, so. I just want, I, uh, my, I want my name on the damn popcorn bowl that you have, or whatever. That's it, right, logo. right, right, the marquee, <laughs> yeah, the marquee. Yeah, the marquee, and sometimes, Steve, yeah, yeah. Right, a little, little, little uh, uh, what do you call it, um. <laughs> The fine print, <laughs> the fine print okay. one. You hold you with a, a little magnifying glass right in front of it. Um, little slide door. So listen, we are yeah, <laughs> we are here and we are welcoming a guy named Gomez, and he is from the podcast Playlist Wars, which. I plan on being on in the next, uh, like, sometime in, I think I'm recording in January with you, and then um, right. I don't know when it's going to be released. So you, you'll, that, uh, I, I don't even have the schedule out. That's how busy we are right now. I know we're into, oh, good Lord, March already? Wow. wow. We're, we're scheduling people, like, left and right right nice. now. That's so we're, awesome. we're looking forward to having you on, Jay. So Yeah. And Steve, thank you again for, uh, yeah. guys, I can't thank you guys enough for letting me be on your show today. Yeah, no problem. So it's- I've been excited. It's it's really cool, um, and it's a movie that I happen to. Um, I'm I'm one of the lucky. I can actually say I saw this in the theater. I did not get the chance to see it in the theater, but I caught it for the anniversary in October. So I got to oh, see it in the theater. Nice, nice, good for you. I did go to the um, to the anniversary that they had, um, so I was able to do it. I was kind of happy. Wow. It didn't, but I still love watching it at home. Yeah. Matter of fact, I watched it again today before uh, the football games all started today. Nice. Well, you know, uh, it's funny you would say that, Jay, because if you you're gonna do the read down that Chris normally does, right, to go mm-hmm. down how it did, and this one, uh, spoiler alert, uh, did not actually make its money back in the box office. So no, I, so, thought, I think it might have been a weekend, maybe. It, well, it cost them three million to make this. But it only took in two million in the box office, so so they were a million short on this on this movie. So, yeah, no, it's it's um, not surprising. I I remember it being in the theater, and then I remember it not being in the theater. So um, it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, kind of. Uh, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it back then. It, I think it got, it became a hit on video uh, once it came out, meaning like a lot of 
kids rented it and went, oh, my God. I just happened. It's yeah. funny. Uh, a friend of mine from back in the day, we we would get dropped off at the mall, and our plan was to maybe see a movie. And then, like, I didn't realize that day we were seeing two. That's how long we were dropped off at the mall. You know what I mean? Like, that, it was like, I'll pick <laughs> you up at 6. You know, and, and if you look at the clock, it's like we can see two of them. So I remember I was I was psyched. I was showing him the movie I'd already seen myself, Gung Ho. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Yes, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we saw Gung Ho and no Rad. Cars. And I was like, "What the hell is Rad?" I had no idea what movie I was going to see. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, man." He was like a diehard uh, uh, biker, like uh, racing and stuff like that. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, through it means a lot to me because of then. You know, like it's one of those like. Sure. I'm going to say, obviously, now we can sit there and we can point out stuff that we can see that there's flaws. It knows it has flaws. You know what I mean? Like the the movie, it's I meaning like the people who are in it go, yeah, I know, <laughs> you know, but we still love it. They still talk about it to this day. Right, right. They talk about it to this day, too. Mm-hmm. So so uh, real quick, I'm going to uh, just run down with what we, we like to call the rundown. Um, we talk about the one sentence IMDb um, synapses just to see how well this one sentence captures the film or not, which chances are it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Uh, so it's uh, according to the IMDb, which is for the movie Rad, um, 1986. And what was it, PG straight up? Uh, I believe it was not, PG not, straight up, yes. Um, so it's... It, they dropped a couple of uh, curse bombs yeah, in that movie. Yeah, but it was movie. like just S. Yeah, and it was, yeah. it was mild. So the story of one young man, Crew Jones, who has the intensity and desire to win a BMX race called Hell Track. Not bad for one sentence. You know, it's always one sentence, so it's not too bad. Well, well why don't you run down the directed by and and, and if you have oh, some yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hal Needham, because, man. Hal, because, uh, yeah, exactly. And I wanted to I want to kind of go over that because here's a guy who directed Cannonball Run, uh, one and two. Smokey he and directed Smoking the Bandit. So yeah, so 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 the, he's not a stranger to movies. He's he's a, a well-known director at this point. Yeah, um, he's actually well known, well known for like his racing movies. Actually, I think he did a uh, Stroker Ace too, didn't he, did. he with uh, Burt Reynolds? Yeah, he did Stroker. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that was another good movie. Um, no longer with us though, right? Um, he passed he, away. He died. Yep. Like, um, I think he passed away in like, he did yeah, pass like away in 2013. Yeah, I think yep, he passed yep. away. Yep. Like, yeah, like 2013 yep. or something. I have okay. it right here. Let's see. Uh, um, so yeah, it's got um, Bill Allen as uh, Crew Jones, uh, Laurie Laughlin, yeah. uh, Talia Shire. So if you need anybody to be the um, person to you know want to stop you from doing uh, what it is, well, you know, she <laughs> you need had Talia Shire. <laughs> like you know, what I'm like, I, I just, she had she had the win. same facial <laughs> expressions <laughs> as Adrian. In this movie, like that is like I don't know if she only has that one look, yes. but but it was like yes when when she's watching her son do the BMX racing, it was like put her next to the to the ring because it was it was the same exact expressions as Adrian. It was kind of funny, <laughs> and the funny thing is that the look is like when she said "You defy me," is like mm-hmm. the same look she gave to Rocky when she said "You can't win." So if you put those two together, you're like. Wow! Right now we know why she got picked to play Adrian and Rocky. If she though. says you can't do something or you're Before going that, to though. lose, the opposite is going to happen. We all know that. So you know, if she calls you a loser, you're winning all day long, man. Oh yeah, that's true. It obviously it stars Ray Walston as um, uh, the the guy who um, Burton. 
Miss uh, Burton, yeah, who who basically uh, uh, funds the thing, and he's and he's known and you, for. But you know, you know, uh, yeah, Mr. Hand, of course, Mr. I mean, Hand, he, yes, he's on there, and I and I can't. And and when he's flipping people off in the movie, I'm just laughing because I could just see him doing that in his classroom, you know. Uh, Spicoli, yes. there you go, Spicoli. You know, but when he was flipping him off, it was just so funny. It was well, he great. covered his yeah. mouth and flipped him the finger, wasn't it? Or did he flip him the finger then covered his mouth? I thought it was hilarious. So he yeah, did, yeah. It. He did it so not. He did it a couple times, nonchalantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He did it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real good actor. Very real good. good actor. And Jack Weston from uh, Famous for Dirty Dancing. Yes, as the uh, the Duke, Mr. Duke Best, uh, <laughs> basically according to them, you know, at the t- you know in the movie owned mongoose bu- uh, uh, bicycles, and uh, Bart Karner playing Bart Taylor. Uh, they didn't have to right. uh, go very far with that name there. No. Now Bart Karner is a he's an Olympus, uh, yeah, yes, a gymnast, yeah, yeah, and he really didn't know anything about. Uh, uh, riding bikes or anything, but like, it was just kind of cool. But like I'd seen a behind-the-scenes story um, where Shaq like walked up to him and he said, "You." He's like, you know, like Shaq is seven two or something like that. Something goes, ridiculous. Yeah. Loved you in red. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, holy crap! I'm still getting it after all these years. But uh, it's true. I mean, if you think about it, when you look. You know, when the movie came out in 1986, and then you here we are at 2020. Well, 21, sorry. I can't even know what year we're in anymore. Uh, oh, that's all right. It's a big blur. It has been a very big blur, especially when you have two young kids, <laughs> in my case. <laughs> um, right. It's funny how in 86, that movie popularity wasn't there. And then you fa- fa- fast forward now to 2021, and it's like... An American icon movie classic now, like a cult classic, I guess you could say now. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And the joy that I see, I remember uh, when my birth of my son, I brought my laptop. And what's the first movie I'm watching with him? It's Rad. <laughs> so I was nice. like, I go, listen, son, you're going to learn about BMX biking right now. You're a day old. You're going to learn about Rad the movie. <laughs> and I remember taking a That's picture. Awesome. <laughs> So I don't. I mean, I so I don't want to be the the bad guy in the room now. But I I watched a movie and I love the '80s, but super '80s cheese oh. is what I was. Oh, yeah. I like the movie now. Now listen, I I, I didn't want to you know, but I'm like I'm gonna lay it all out. I'm I'm watching it going, mm, you know. Oh. It, it, so a lot of movies were guilty of that in the '80s. Oh, yeah. Where you look at them now, um, but I think this one for some reason, it didn't seem to have. Some of the other movies like Karate Kid were I I thought were a little more polished. Hmm. The cheese was there, but I I thought Rad was like missing. I don't know what it was. Some of the lines were like like basically you hear them talk, but you don't even see them. You know what I mean? Like the it was it was really poorly filmed in, in a way, and and I and I think it added to making it look cheesier than your average '80s film. And I love cheesy films. I'm not saying it's bad, but I, I would say Rad versus. Karate Kid or Rad versus um, I don't know what's another. Well, karate Kid is a really good uh, example. Footloose. Yeah, maybe Karate Kid. Yeah, it had, cause it had, it had a lot of Karate. What did you say type, Footloose? Even the songs. no, I was actually gonna say. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Footloose, but I, I was gonna actually say, I was gonna say Rad versus what? BMX Bandits. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to talk uh, about eighties uh, cheese? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. No, I that was it. like wasn't that an Australian release? Like it was an Australian, and then it became it became what, another American classic. For you know the BMX world, 
because of, yeah uh, but it, when you, I, I i can't say i saw the full movie oh i have vmx bandits <laughs> i kept seeing bits and pieces and going oh god um and this is like <laughs> as a 14 year old okay so like you know if you're going to compare i would say you know you you got godzilla and you got a normal sized human being rad being godzilla Normal sized human being, the BMX band. And that it was, was actually, like, Rad was so much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. But I, it's kind of funny. I was Nicole Kidman's first movie, too. I know. I was, I know. That was, which is even. Very curly. Very curly <laughs> hair. hair. Yes. Like, yeah. She had curls like you wouldn't believe. But yeah. it was just funny. That's what launched her career, though. Hmm. So, well, I mean, I mean, we we kind of had that here, uh, Lori Loughlin, yeah. right? Is that is that uh, she was very young uh, and uh, wasn't a career launcher. I think she had been doing uh, one of the soaps right before this. She had a couple that? of things going. Yeah. Um, but but still, early on, early, mm-hmm. uh, before Full House, which I think really launched her sure. as far as people knowing who she was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, very young for, for Laura. Now we watch it, we go, whoa, we just saw her in the news, you know? Um, very good wig yeah, work, you know, too. It's, uh, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible yeah. wig work. Uh, when they were, when, when you see a dude riding a bike with a like with her mm. outfit on and a very black <laughs> wig that just like sticks out they didn't even try to comb it right look nothing <laughs> like her <laughs> it's like wow like and we're in high heels too <laughs> i want to i want to know that yeah, guy who yeah. did the bicycle boogie for that part man because i give that guy yeah. credit wearing mm. high heels a really bad wig doing some of the tricks in that bicycle boogie to Probably another great song. Um, oh yeah, by Real Life, uh, "Send Me an Angel." So mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. Uh, another great song that fit that movie actually for that part oh, very well. That's a great scene. And it's a great scene. I actually talked about yeah. it in one of my episodes. Actually, it was uh, '80s movie soundtracks. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I brought that song up because that was in um, that movie. I used particularly because my one of my good friends, Dave Condick, is a huge. He loves that movie just as much as I do. And he knows that movie by the back of my hand, like more like I do. But I, I always laugh because I also mentioned another 1980s movie with Fred Savage, The Wizard, when he's got his little brothers, the video game genius. So that song was in there too. So everyone's like, "Wow, you could pull out all those stops," you know. So that that song. Was but the, the song most- was already. It was already a hit. Yeah. Uh, Semi and Angel was already a hit. Uh, it's not like the movie made it a no. hit. I think the movie probably made it a hit again. It, it brought some popularity yeah. to it. Um, but the song was a few years old before it, before the, the sound yeah, well, you know, came out. The song was, actually... But, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Jay. You go over Because I was just going to say, I just felt that the song fit that perfect scene. Oh, it was. You know, after... You want to talk about Cheesy again. Think about the dancing that Bart and... Was it? T- oh yeah. Well, the the, the, two twins, the two twins, the two twins with their suits, yeah, this- with those gray suits on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Which, hilarious. I've heard somebody refer to them as um, Buck Rogers esque uh, suits, and <laughs> yes. I was like, that's probably- perfect. That's a perfect oh, example. Yeah, I, yeah. It is a very perfect example, but you know, you have to laugh because. You- when you're saying, Steve, the 80s cheese, hmm. right there, they're dancing. It's like, uh, I don't remember the blonde girl name that Bart was dating through the movie. You know what I mean? I, I don't remember her name. There was, the I other remember girl, the, I looked up the two names yesterday. Cause like to see, I like to see who, how, if, yeah. if they've done anything else. Uh, right. They were named Tiger and Foxy, so they went really Okay, uh, so Foxy was probably the main, the, the blonde. Tiger was the brunette. 
um, that was dancing in between the Reynolds twins. But I want to know who choreographed those two, those guys, because there's one part you see Bart like almost doing like almost like a twisted shout, and she's like, "Oh yes, God of Angel," you know, like he's but the greatest thing that hit the earth. The, they're looking at each other, each <laughs> other in between. <laughs> But I mean, but but it's odd because all right. So now they're dancing this weird '80s dance. Now maybe maybe that stands the test of time to '80s dancing because '80s dancing there had some there was some weird dances out there at that time. But them riding their bikes, good scene, but weird. I mean, like okay, we're gonna we're gonna dance via bike, like you know, and everyone's just gonna be okay. No, with yeah, that. you know, well, I'll tell like, you why. I don't know. It was it was odd. You know what I mean? Like in and and I'm and I'm not dissing the movie, but if you're watching, you're going, wait a minute, has that ever happened to me at a dance? Where you know, I I, I don't know. Like I, that's it's a little no, odd. but you know what? I think here's why it's okay, uh, and because that whole town was wrapped up in that. Uh, BMX fever at that time because the, the hell track was coming to town. It was a, a TV thing. It was being filmed. So the, uh, the those people that were guests in the, 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 those people that were dancing just now are bicyclists. So the fact that um, Laurie Christian, I guess her name is Christian. Christian, Cr- Christian Holly, I think was her right. name. Yeah. It's okay. We always just we always jump We're, back to I, the. Uh, I can never get yeah. <laughs> we we go back to the actress all the time. Uh, but as soon as she wrote in, they went, "Oh, what's this?" You know, that's that's when they turn it into something. But like you know, I would say that that's why because it was already bicycle fever, if you will. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. was going nuts. Well, I mean, there was another movie that was like that too that actually had some dancing, but it wasn't to like everybody. It was Kevin Bacon's '86 uh, movie, uh, Quicksilver. When he's uh, doing some kind of dancing, or her girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time was doing some kind of ballet dancing, and he's riding his bike, trying to go toe to toe with her. You know what I mean? In the uh, in the in this one scene, so it's like almost like bicycle dancing, I guess. You know, I, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a movie I haven't seen since forever, so um, I'd have to rewatch that one. But I, I know it's um, Jamie Gertz, right? Was um, it Jamie? In, yeah, Jamie Gertz. Yes, I think it not is. Just, she may not have been playing that role, but I mean, I no, she, she wasn't playing that role. She was in. She was yes, Jamie Gertz. She was a, a girl who was doing the bicycle riding. Kind of falls in love with Kevin Bacon's character. You know how it goes. Cool theme song from uh, Roger Daltrey that you can't find That's anywhere cool. right now. Can't think of the theme song. It's, it's Quicksilver Lightning. Yeah. Oh, it's, was it? it yeah, oh, it's yeah. That's the, right. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good song. I couldn't remember that song. It's so now I've, it, it's nowhere. Like you, it's weird how certain you can't songs find just gone. Like no, no yeah, yeah, we won't put it on iTunes. Anything. It's like well, I, I will say even I mean these songs aren't gone, but but let's talk about the soundtrack real quick. Oh. Um, I what what did you think of the soundtrack? And what do you, what do you think of I, I to, to be honest with you, I mean now again it's eighties music. But it's it's really good, and and, and it's I, I absolutely loved the songs, and, and especially the one I'm uh, uh, Thunder in Your Heart. I loved I loved that mm-hmm. song. I thought that was really good. But uh, Break the uh, John ice. was it, uh, John Farnham? John Farnham. Farnham, thank you. Um, John Farnham from Australia, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But he was the replacement singer back in the right before this project, uh, right before the soundtrack. 
for the Little River Band. I don't know if you knew that, mm-hmm. but he was the second singer mm-hmm. for that band. Um, no, so I didn't yeah, know that. yeah, he sang for the Little River Band for a while. Uh, but yeah, very, very good. I, I thought, I thought he did an awesome job on the music. That was the the, mm, very the, the entrance to that movie was so awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you get the professionals. I mean, they're not the, you know, they're not the Crew Jones and the Luke and them. You know what I mean? But they're the professional, true athletes from GT Mongoose and all that. And the song "Break the Ice," the opening theme, the open the whole scene up is just unbelievable. It was like the perfect opening of a movie you could ever have for a 1986 cheese movie. But the song actually is really good, though. I actually, oh yeah, I actually have it in my playlist on my phone. Actually, my Spotify and my uh, my Amazon. So, and "Thundering Your Heart's another one with. You know what could I? Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say it. Send me an angels in there too. So, you know those three yeah. songs. I love it. And to me, they just won't die because it's a great, great songs. I mean, but they are. But they yeah. are dated. They are yeah. dated. I mean, it has that that '80s saxophone sound and everything, which is and a lot of the synthesizer and stuff, especially because in back in '86, this was exploding. Mm-hmm. And, and the musical charts. I mean, the synth- synthesizer, the saxophone sounds. That was that was the sound yeah. of the '80s. That was, I would say, the peak of it uh, for the, for that type of um, rock pop music. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I mean, but great. I thought I thought it was well written. I, I really enjoyed enjoyed the songs. But again, when do you hear those songs? I, I don't know. You're gonna. I don't unless no. it's a specialty. I don't. I mean, maybe maybe you're walking through the mall one day and they no, just have to apply. I doubt, I it. doubt, I doubt the, it. The only people that are going to listen to it is guys like me or anybody who who remembers mm. the movie. That's like, oh, I want to hear that song again. So, you know, and that's yeah. in reality. I mean, again, I like to hear mm. the song "Once in a Blue Moon." You know, it's in my 700 thing of playlist songs you know what i mean it's in my mix so when i hear it, i'm like ah oh, mm-hmm. great tune blast up the radio sing along with it and then sometimes i think in my head wow i remember the entrance to this and all that so it's kind of cool stuff you know what i mean it, but again especially those two yeah especially those two because thunder in your heart again there's the song during there when he's trying to qualify for hell track so you know it's like showing him like he has the heart you know that to to beat everybody to get in this race. You know what I mean. So I thought again, well written song for that part, for you know, uh, yeah. Crew Jones for that movie. You know what I mean for that character was awesome. I mean, That's to really me, it's uh, it, it goes right up there. It's like your your typical theme song in the eighties, like uh, uh, you're the best around, and uh, with the Karate yep. Kid, and and uh, what was the one with Rocky uh, where he's working out? Uh, uh, Gonna fly? No, heart, uh, heart uh, on fire. No, no, Hearts on fire. No. Uh, on in 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 the in the fourth one. Hearts on fire. When he's in Russia, when he's in Russia and he's working out. Yeah. Um, I can't think of this. Yeah, Hearts on is, Fire. Is that, it is Hearts on is, Fire okay. by yeah. it's John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was like to me, that's what it reminded me of. It was one of those motivational songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and well, it, just, it fits so well. Eighty-five, so eighty-six, well. right there. Yeah. And it fits well. Yeah, in that era, of course. I mean, I'll even say when I was playing high school football in my. Uh, year of 97 my junior year and what do we have we have the rocky soundtrack and that song was on there so every time you're lifting right before yeah. a game you're like yes we're gonna win you know what i mean so it, it, you're like you said steve inspirational pump you up 
get you going type of song. So, you know, again, I agree mm-hmm. with you 100%. Yeah, it's 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 amazing, especially when you see it in the theaters, right? When in the theaters, it's like you're watching with a bunch of other people and you're like all motivated, like almost like mentally you're riding that bike mm-hmm. or you're going to go fight that person or whatever it is, you're ready. I mean, this music made you ready for that. And, and, and when you can write a piece like that musically, I mean, that's a slam dunk. It was great. I, I just thought the music fit the movie so well. It did, I, and I agree with you 100%. I mean, you know, if you think about it, you look at the 80s now as we're speaking, there really wasn't a lot of movies about bike riding. You know, you talk about BMX bandits, you're talking, even though that was an Australian made movie that came to America maybe a year or two later, but still became another cult classic. Rad, Quicksilver. That's just a name, maybe the three that I know of. There might be more, but again, you know... um, we really don't know about it because, again, it never... Breaking Away, I think, was... Breaking Away, but that was... um, But it wasn't like that fun... It was more of like a... like a Oh, American Flyers is another one with Kevin Costner. Uh, another, like, a, a ultimate huge bike race, you know what I mean? So, again, there no. wasn't a lot. No. No, and, and at that at that point, BMX was very oh, big. Oh, it was. It was and, and, I mean, I... It was huge. It really was. I- I'm wondering though, why did they choose to film that in Canada? I, I just kind of a weird. Money, man. And, and you yeah. and, and you can definitely tell when they're when they're racing through with all of the uh, they have all the lumber yards they're racing oh, yeah. through and all the trees. Yes. So obviously Canada's huge for that. Uh, but 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 it was kind of weird. Usually, you, wouldn't you think they would have picked maybe Hollywood with palm trees in summertime or whatever? Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's just they probably weird. just were. They probably had jack shit from. Yeah, them. he. Like, you know, um, the location. Yeah. You probably say, "Hey, we're gonna make a movie here in your in your country. We're you know we're gonna give you a certain amount of dollars. We want to use this town, right. which is very underdeveloped." You know, first of all, in, in the movie, if you think about the entrance when uh, Crew's delivering newspapers with his crew, right? He delivers to a 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven is a 24-hour thing, and they have newspapers there. Why are you delivering a <laughs> newspaper? And, well, <laughs> and, and you're, you're right, but and also, what is he delivering? Yeah, well, it was at the... The USA Today. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yes. In, yeah, but... In but, Canada. But it wasn't... I don't think it was set in Canada. Uh, was it not supposed to be? I no, don't I don't think it was. No, I think I, I don't, I don't think, think so. it was supposed to be San no, I think Canada, it was like Ohio or something. I think I think it was like mid. Uh, I think it was totally in the like dead center in the country. I don't think it was. Um, it was supposed to be like I'm middle America. It's supposed to be a location that's supposed to represent middle America, but we know that yeah, not not either coast. But <laughs> if you think about it, Seven Eleven's open twenty four seven. They already have USA <laughs> yeah. Today's in there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just funny. Like yeah, the fact that in Canada, uh, but I don't think they were actually in Canada. But I like that. But it's funny. The smallest town on the planet, and the turnout for the town meeting was like probably twenty something people. <laughs> and this is the thing that's going to get national attention <laughs> with nobody. Well, wasn't the announcer? They called it the Super Bowl of bicycle racing. So now, I no, but you want to say. The opening drop. Oh yeah. Uh, do you know about what what they had to do? No, but I yeah. So I, I did. I did this? hear about that. I did hear about that. Yeah. Which, they had which to, I heard other things too. They had to shorten it because the the, the professionals were like, 
fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. down there. There was there wasn't one guy that was willing to do it. It was so steep and so high. They're like, no way in hell. And on top of that, what I found out was because like there was someone the the you couldn't even get through the obstacle course. They built it and they're like, this thing is impossible. <laughs> so they kept falling. Um, so they had to like they had to film it in sections. They couldn't film the whole race because everyone just couldn't get through the damn thing. It was a and weird. So they filmed it in sections. It was weird. And and, and then they ended up paying some of these stunt guys five hundred dollars every time they fell. Like, uh, because they they knew that some of the some of the stunts were probably way more than what they wanted to do, so they just said, "Well, listen, we'll give you five hundred bucks every time you fall. Just let's just get like, this on film." Like the guy, uh, uh, so. the guy who played uh, Mike Hollywood Miranda, where he fell twice, once right off the uh, the dip towards the end, and then the one oh, where God. he uh, the one he takes the uh, that sharp angle like a turn. And he went flying off again, which which one of them in real life? I don't know if it was him. Was it him? Or I, I forget which one it was. One of them in real life is actually climbed Everest twice. Oh wow! I, I, that I, so I, I'm not sure which wow. guy it was. Yeah, yep. Wow, that's so. Uh, uh, yeah, so kind of kind of a cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. So uh, yeah, but these guys were the best. They were the best of the best in in, in BMX racing and and, and back <laughs> I just then. Like I, the I, idea. I don't think so. I, I just remember growing up, I, uh, I, I lived in a three-decker at, at, around this time, and, and the guy on the second floor, he was a little older than my brother and I, and, and uh, he was like the neighborhood badass. He was like the Fonzie, and we looked up to him, and, and he bought a brand-new Redline BMX bike, and we we're like, wow, that's a Redline? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah. So he says to me, do you want to take it for a ride? Now, I was young, and I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll take it for a ride. I'm stupid, right? So I'm riding the <laughs> thing, going, "This thing is awesome!" So, so oh, oh yeah. Well, you'll wait till you hear what I did. So, uh, so I'm like, "This thing is so smooth. It's awesome." I'm coming up to a stone wall now. I really need to brake. So I put my foot on the brake back, like my bike, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Red lines don't have the pedal brake. You know, I, I no one told me that. Oh my god. And smoothly, it goes around backwards fast. And I'm like, oh, this wall is coming up real quick. I actually went over a wall and landed on my back. His brand new red line. And this guy was like the type to like beat people up, you know, like um, he was the guy that like if you had any problems, you go talk to him. Uh, and, And I'm like. I can't breathe because it knocked the wind out of me. And I'm like, and my brother now is like, my brother is like, oh my God, he's dead. You know, either by this bike accident or, oh, this guy's going to kill him, you know, like, but I just remember that was my, my red line story. The one and only time I ever rode a red line, but I saw one in the movie and I started laughing. It took me right back to those days. So was it broken? Uh, (laughs) What happened to the uh, bike? (laughs) It didn't break. No, it didn't break. I, I, listen, I, I no breaks in my face, so I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. Um, no, it it, uh, it it stood. It stood. It stood the, the test. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it definitely. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was a little scary because uh, it, it happened so fast. And uh, I, I now after that ride, I understood what handbrakes were. Yeah, I actually. Um, <laughs> I remember my very first BMX bike it wasn't like a popular name it wasn't a mongoose wasn't redline wasn't gt you know my parents could afford whatever they could afford for me at that time you know you know you're talking 86 uh, parents were struggling to make ends meet and i remember it was a black and yellow 
replica of a BMX. You know what I mean? It's like the carbon cheap knockoff, whatever. I love that bike. So I said to myself, I'm going to be just like in the movie Rad and all that. I'm going to do awesome tricks. I'm going to, uh, first trick I did, of course, is try to balance, uh, you know, where Crew Jones did the foot on the on the uh, handlebars and the other foot in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. How was the right word? I don't know how. It... <laughs> so I, I, I did this in the backyard, pedaled quick to get up to speed, and I didn't know about balancing act at that point. <laughs> so I got up. On grass? On it grass? It was kind of grassy, kind of not, you know. Uh, All right. You know, like um, where he practiced his uh, backflips on a wood board it, yeah yeah, so yeah. Was, onto the mattresses yeah, yeah. yeah except that i didn't have any mattresses i had concrete and grass <laughs> you didn't have a mattress. no i had concrete and grass <laughs> and, a, and a fence yeah well i Ooh. ended up on concrete grass and somehow one leg was on a fence <laughs> so the way i landed wow. was pretty wow. hard no broken bones uh, a little wow. little scratch here and there a couple of cuts you know and my parents asked what the heck i was doing i go i blame the movies guys the movies it was all about the movies <laughs> <laughs> so you know and, you know my mom's yelling at me don't do that again my dad's like you're a, you're 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 he's like you're psycho you're you're an adventurer i'm like yes i am yeah wow. no i mean it's i can i can see kids doing that though i can see i mean it, it was it was like i want to do that i want to do a jump like that yeah. or, or or ride on on the front wheel or whatever it is and and uh i mean these guys again we don't when we see a movie, we're like, oh, anyone could do that. They don't realize that these guys are, I mean, that's what they do every single day. Oh, it was, these guys were well-trained in, in, in riding like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the bikes. The bikes were top-notch. I mean, I mean, it makes a difference. Remember, growing up, it was like, do you have a BMX bike with the star plastic spokes? Or do you have the regular metal spokes? And it was a debate of which one was better. And, and yeah, did you have I, the number just, uh, in the front of the bike? What number were you? Yeah. All that stuff. I remember that, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, they had, um, oh, what was it? Uh, mag wheels, I think they referred to those. Uh, with, with the, with the, with the star wheels. rims? With the, yeah, is that, what, yeah, is that what they were? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, well, in my neighborhood, that's what they called them. And it could be way the hell wrong. Um, yeah, it was either that or spokes. Uh, mine, mine was a Ross Pantera. That was my first bike. Oh wow! wow. Ross was the name of the company. Mm -hmm. Pantera. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no. Just, <laughs> that would have been the cool no part. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we know where the name um, came from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I almost saw Cemetery Gates riding that red line. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I thought I go. was going to the cemetery, too, myself. So I, yeah. I, yeah, you too. They, yeah. There was no gate, but there was yeah. a cemetery somewhere in that end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing how, how when a moment in time happens like that, it seems like it's forever. Yeah, when you can't breathe, like it went, knocks the wind out of you, or you're like, oh, my God, and you do the check. Am I anything broken? No, all right, I'm good. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I could I could just see that movie influencing a lot of a lot of kids to go try stuff. And it, it, you would think too that maybe it boosts sales. I would I would assume it that, probably did that the uh, mongoose uh, mongoose sales went up. And, GT Redline. Um, yeah, I, it's I'm funny. Mongoose was the was the top thing in this thing, but you know it, it was not top. Like I don't think among the the elites of of BMX. Like you know what I mean? Like. The 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 brands that you were seeing in that movie were uh, probably higher than Mongoose. Mongoose was more 
I mean, what I'm saying is it was expensive, but not too expensive. You know what I'm saying? It was affordable for people who couldn't afford the GTs and the red lines. That's what I'm saying, but, right? Like, yeah. like in in the in the in the movie, those were the higher elite. Yeah. If you, if somebody came in around the corner with a, uh, you know, a Hutch or something like that brand, mm-hmm. like that they were talking about, Hutch. Like, holy crap! Uh, Torker was another brand. Yes. Back then. Uh, you know all those that they were just huge GTs. It, I looked up GT like maybe like twenty years ago. They still have bikes that are like well into the thousands. It's like holy shit, that's a lot of money for a bicycle. Yeah. What's well, funny when it's funny you say that, Jay? Because when I was riding my bike, uh, it wasn't Torker. They used to yell out Porker. Oh. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's anything like it, but uh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a GT bike, and it was kind of funny. I finally got one as I got older, but I got a mountain bike GT bike, which is totally different from the freestyle BMX bike yeah, I always yeah, wanted. Yeah. But that, well, they're, and they're not they're not as respected as like the the the, the freestyle. Uh, no. bikes. like you get into the mountain bike, it's like whoa, you got a GT? Oh, geez, that's ah, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I was like the funny. GT or the mongoose actually too at that time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was, I'm yep. saying in comparison, mongoose was the 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 top of the heap in the film. But I I would say the others were probably a little more. They were the a lot upper better. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, mongoose but, was up and coming around that time too. So I think that's why they made it to be like the quote unquote the top of the line. Because you know, if you think about it, remember the towards the end. Where he goes, you know, when Bart wins, the mongoose product line is ready to go into the one store, like all through, and he gets, he says, ah, yeah, I heard your bullshit before, <laughs> you know, you know. So it's kind of one of those things you're like, oh, the other guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I guess you know, he had probably a store that he was ready to run the line, and he said, I've heard your BS before, you know, he better win, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So there was a lot going on for this movie, you know. As as short as that film was, it was only, what, a little over 90-something minutes. I thought, you know, when you first see it, you're like, wow, this was a long movie, but it really wasn't that long. And, mm-hmm. you know, I thought the story went, I think the story flowed really well, actually. You know, talk about a bike, get a bike race. You, you, you have the now hardships of cheaters, I guess, in the movie. You know, because Duke Best comes up to Crew Jones, brings him out, says if he throws the race, he'll make him a superstar. You know, and he said no. You know, and that's something, again, you respect somebody who does that. You know what I mean? You you, you actually like now he's now the true underdog because Mm -hmm. now he's got to fight to get a sponsor, which he does his own. He took the 10,000, which was smart. He took his baby sister's idea of, oh, my God, that purple shirt where it says Crew is rad. You know what I mean? And you're looking at like, oh, that's actually a bad shirt. And then someone goes, oh, my kids love these things, and it's 10 bucks a shirt. 10 bucks. I think I would have paid five for that shirt in the beginning. When they made their, when they started making their, with their high school friends, the shirts, the helmets, the everything, I'd say, you know what? That's worth 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, and I just think that's really what they were trying to show. Like, you could still do what you can. You know what I mean? So, I know it's all about a bicycle race, but I think there was more moral to it that everyone never really picked up on. I think in this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I think just the fact that they changed the the rules every time. So it was like if they thought that someone was getting close to them and beating them, 
um, because this was all about money. Yeah. Uh, they would change the rules and go, oh, did we say you have to be sponsored? But you have to be sponsored by someone that's worth at least $50,000. Wait a minute. When did that start? We just added it in the rule book, you know? And, and that's, like, so true of life, yeah. right? Even nowadays when we, we have people that change the rules or try to uh, for whatever, the, whatever gain that they want. Yeah. So, so there was a lot of moral stuff there as well. It, absolutely. It wasn't just about a bike race. Um, but... Uh, you know, so the, so we talked about the soundtrack. I like the soundtrack. Do you think it was, and it was 1986, but do you think it was a little too weak for BMX riding or BMX racing? Um, should they have went with more? Because in '86 we had Van Halen, we had some we had some heavier stuff out there. We even had more punkier stuff out there. Where where if you look at a lot of the skateboarding stuff skateboarding tended to go a little more punk rock right mm -hmm. um do you, do you think that maybe the music could have been a little heavier uh it's just some things that I, that just kind of i was thinking of and, and it's and i'm trying to put my bet myself back in 1986 and what was out at that time i think well, um, i mean what no go ahead jay you go first i was just gonna say i think it's it was aimed towards like what age i was and i was like 13 or 14 so, you know what I mean? Like, it, if it's harder, then it might be aiming for the older people. I think it was mm -hmm. hitting just in this type of ballpark. I mean, I could be wrong. But, like, you know, like, it's a little family-oriented film. Um, uh, did, have you seen Thrashing? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's not no, as... Not uh, even though it's PG-13, it's not as family-oriented, right? Right, you know what I mean? It's not aimed like like you don't say it's it's not as easy to say, Mom, sit down, and watch this movie thrashing. <laughs> Rad is an easier swallow for for like parents to join in with their children for this. Like you know, it's a little it's way more family family. Funny funny you should say that. So they they actually were going to call this movie. Do you I don't know if you know this? Do you I, know what the I original in the past, but name was not now. Balls out. Yeah. That was supposed to be the what name the of the movie. Said, yeah. Balls out is what they. Yes, I do remember that. That's what they wanted to call, it, and they and they did change it to to rad, and uh, probably a mm. good thing because I mean I think balls out would have set a different tone. <laughs> yeah, um, Dude, you know, balls out. Know. Like I, a, a balls out. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. 1980s porn. Yeah, yeah, or or, or, yeah, well, or yeah, you, you'd be looking. Like they, you'd be the thirteen. You'd be the thirteen-year-old. They're sending behind, the, like the, in the special room, at, <laughs> you know, with the VHS. Yes, it, like yeah, yeah. You know, it's like no, it's about bike riding. Oh yeah, sure it is. Balls out, huh? It's, I think it's over. And there. by the way, what um, would that but, have to do with anything? Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like the, you know what I mean? The, the, I, I don't know. Not, it's wheels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's Balls not like it, even yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, no, I, I got you. Yeah, 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 it wouldn't work. Yeah, I mean, uh, internationally though, they do call it uh, what they call it the uh, hell, hell, uh, what the hell testicles out. I was gonna say something different. No, but no, 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 I know, but, I'm uh, just but no, they call it um, uh, uh, hell track. Okay. So, so if you wanted to get this movie internationally, <laughs> it's actually called hell track. It's not called rad. Yeah, or well, balls out. <laughs> it's like breaking. It's called breakdance in uh, in other parts of yeah. the um, world. Oh God, yes, breaking boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, Steve, to answer your question about the music, I think no, mm -hmm. because when you look at you know thrashing, but also you look at 1989's Gleam in the Cube. 
I think that's where the later music happened. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> like the Van Halens. You know, uh, I don't think I could put a Van Halen song in this movie, even. Even if you like, I, I just did an episode of Van Halen. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Even, you know what? You could have probably put Jump, but where would you fit it? Yeah, no, I get you. Know you know what I mean? Um, I think I think part I think part of it too would been would have been the money issue, right? So I mean, to get the rights to a song like that probably would have cost them way too much. Here's money. the other thing. Other other problems. I'm going to give you an example. The movie National Lampoon's Vacation when she's driving up with the um, Ferrari. If you watched it on cable back in 1980-whatever, 83, or in the theater, you heard I'm So Excited by the Pointer Sisters. Yes. It, when you see it on video, it's like Little Boy Sweet or uh, something like that by one of the Pointer Sisters. Totally separate song because they couldn't afford. Mm -hmm. It was like a totally separate type of contract once wow. home video came out it was like lawyers were like um we only negotiated for theater and cable right. we did not wow. so it was like a whole other thing and it's like people movie th movie companies were like i don't want to pay for this so even if it made it even if they had van halen for the theater by the, maybe by the time it came out on video they wouldn't be able to throw it in there like so it was like crazy shit like you know like it would have been really yeah. weird sounding for anybody that might have seen it in the theater They're like hey where's where's van halen uh let's talk about the crazy ass sliding thing that's a big romantic thing to do oh. in this town <laughs> <laughs> yes where um she's like what this is ass sliding it's what looks like a huge big pvc pipe in the middle of it's supposed to be america but it's in canada let's really let's really think about where yeah. it is because where the hell do you see a mountain that high with a big PVC pipe sticking out and going into a beautiful lake? Right. Not in New Jersey. I'm telling you that right now. Right. Water going <laughs> you, you down. You might come out with a third. And yeah, water going down yeah. from the mountain. That's like a uh, in the in the in the vacation movie uh, that just came out when they're swimming in around and it was uh, really sewer. You know, oh it was yeah, like, <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Well, that's kind of like New Jersey, but we do have some. Yeah, yeah. We do yeah, have some clean spots. I will say that you just. It does come out of a pipe. It, does, yeah. <laughs> it comes out of a pipe, but it ends up in this beautiful lake with this beautiful mountain in the middle. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm thinking? I'm looking around. How cold it was? I'm looking around. Did you see all the, of the foliage? <laughs> all right. Just during the fall? Right. Who jumps in the water romantically They uh, <laughs> when it's that cold out? <laughs> Well, they oh, did. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, and poor actors. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. You're right. You know what's funny? They call it they call it ass sliding, as opposed to all the other types of sliding that you do when you go down a slide. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess the, I think because you're using your ass. No, but you're pretty much sitting down they... <laughs> on every slide you're on, like from childhood. True. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm. I don't know. I, I was adventurous. I went you on know, my stomach. Yeah, I guess. It's kind of funny, too. So so the competition, this was kind of weird for me. Like, all right, so he's he's uh, has a paper route, right? Which, again, that's where I did most of my bike riding with my brother on his paper route as we rode our bikes around the neighborhood. So he's, he rides his bike, but he also likes to ride a bike for competition. But they're, they're trying to win a Corvette. Like, how does that even, like, what are they going to do with this thing? You know, like, I, I, it's just kind of weird. It's like, uh, you would think that maybe the prize would be a little more related to 
bike riding or something. Uh, I just thought that was kind of weird. Like, oh, here, they're going to win a Corvette. Well, and a hundred bike and a hundred thousand dollars. Thing, a hundred thousand dollars and yeah. a Corvette. So, okay, money cool, <laughs> money cool. Yeah, but but the the car, it's like well, I don't know. Think about it. This is this is their lifestyle. Well, you know, again, his buddy Lucas. When you win that car, can I get a ride in it? No, you know what? It's my car. I want to keep your dirty, grimy feet off my carpet because I bought. I just got to want a new Corvette. He needs a new you know, Corvette. Like, and I'll tell you why. Because when the girl says, <laughs> "And you're gonna pick me up in what? That stupid bike?" And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love his face well, when he says, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. what else? But it's, but it's his life, right? I mean, that's his life. That's his work vehicle, right? Yeah. That's probably how he gets to school. That's that's what he did in that. You know, he danced with it. That that bike is just him. That's a part of yeah, him. that. That bike and, is and his, so, his life. Yeah. No, you're right. It's everything. I mean, growing up in Jersey, you know, if your bike didn't get stolen, <laughs> you know, if you think about, wait, here's a great part. He goes to work at a deli, okay, and where does he park his bike? Right in front of the deli on the glass. Okay, here in Jersey, if you leave your bike in a deli or on the street at that point and it's not locked up, your bike is gone. <laughs> Depending on where in Jersey you live, okay? I'm just saying, wherever part of New Jersey you live, that bike would be gone. Okay? But that's not reality, folks. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, and in his bike, obviously, I don't think it's top of the line. I don't think it's really... Uh, it's just something he had. Well, he I had mean, a hockey helmet. He's, Come on, he's riding it though. He did have a hockey. No, helmet. you're right. Yeah, you you're right. Yeah, a hockey helmet instead of a regular bike helmet. I mean, it's just yeah, you're that, right. It's, that should um, tell you. Kind of, kind of funny. That should tell you the money situation. With the blue tires. Yeah, but that was so. Which, cool. by the way. He still he still has that bike. I was I was looking at a picture yeah. uh, on Facebook. The the real actor has that bike. He still so has I don't it. know if it's a replica, if it's if it's the one from the movie. I'm not sure. For but what I think he did he did something and he brought the bike with him. It was like something here in New Jersey that they did for Rad or or Hollywood. I don't remember if it was in Jersey or Hollywood. I can't remember. And I remember him and the guy who played Bart Taylor. He. They both came out with the original BMXs from that movie. So, it you know, sometimes these movie th places do actually give them the actual bike, like the hero bike, mm. because it's just too nice to keep in storage, and they'll keep all the replicas. So, usually the actors do go home with some of their stuff, you know what I mean? Like... I think he still owns the original clothes from the movie. <laughs> you know, the, the gray sweater yeah. with the bandana on his legs with the jeans and the sneakers. You know what? So there's a guy on YouTube. There's a guy on YouTube who plays guitar and he covers, I think Thunder in Your Heart is what he covers. One of them. And he's wearing the actual rad uh, biking uh, uniform or whatever you call that the outfit yes. that he wore during the race. And he's, and he's playing a cover song wearing the actual, I'm like, Wow, fan. That is a that's a fan right there. So But also you gotta love how they built you know, how they were making his his uniform for this race. I mean, you gotta love that story. Love again, that he, again, you see him using a hockey helmet, like Jay said. Yeah. But then he screams at his best friend Luke, Don't mess up my helmet, it's my only one. Not really, you have a hockey helmet. You have a good helmet and you have your hockey helmet. So technically you have two helmets. You just you know, you don't want to ruin the good one. I get it. I mean, mm -hmm. like anybody else, like if I got awesome at that time, like think about the pump shoe when it came out. I didn't want to wear it besides when I'm playing basketball because I was afraid 
of that because it was supposed to make me shoot better, which never did. It, mu- <laughs> it must have been really tough to find a hockey helmet in Canada. That's oh, all I can say. Yeah, I don't think – not in Canada. <laughs> hockey helmet's easy to find in Canada. Except they gave them – which was weird. It looks like it was like a full, like, Darth Vader. With oh, the- it was, oh, yeah, yeah. It was It was a Co- – I think it was a Cooper. Okay. And it was uh, – yeah, it was – Full, full, full-fledged uh, cage and, <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. It felt like I was—he was the goalie. Yeah. Just need, and then he was wearing what looks like catcher's pads when he was doing the flip. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, wow. Now you really took it to a whole new level. That's just awesome, though. It's so much fun. You know, I, also I'm yeah. thinking um, during the paperboy uh, thing at the beginning, he comes across mm-hmm. the guy who's uh, running the trash compactor, uh, you know, the trash truck, and he's like. Oh, right. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. wait, does that guy yes. dump the trash daily? <laughs> like, where, where is he? And he, and he waits. He waits right, right, for him. Right. He waits for him so he can give, so he can lift him up to get over the wall, which didn't uh, hit anything. Which didn't hit the fence, which is kind of surprising. And the, the girl, yeah. the girl, who's the uh, the girl? Not his girlfriend, but his Luke's. Uh, oh, who? Luke's, Luke's love interest. Yeah. Oh, That's God. okay. What's anyway, she's she. They all have their own section of the paper route, right? So they're doing their thing. Yep. And she is driving by, and she throws a paper to two guys on a boat. <laughs> Are they there every day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're fishing. Well, they yeah. said she goes. How's the fishing? Same as every day. Yeah, I know, but it's just funny, like Which, you know that you you. What if they're not there? You <laughs> whip it into the water. Well, how about when Luke? I don't know. Was Luke when he reaches when he drives? Uh, I guess to the firefighters. Was he yeah. going to the firehouse? Because they're like, here you go, here it is. You know, I do. Yeah, they're coming down the road. They got their sirens on, and, and hey, Very how stops. are you? Here you go. You know, it's like I do like yeah. it when he falls yeah. over the uh, when Luke falls over the um, the the car that's backing out of the driving. Oh shit! Right, oh, he just yes. rolls over. And the mom just thinks it's the kids acting up further. Oh, you know. I mean, he, he gets up like, oh, gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> like gnarly. You just, you just got hit by a car. Well, well, technically, you jumped into a car, which didn't do any damage. I think that also kind of told you what type of goofy film you're in. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, yeah. yeah they swear a little, but it's also like cutesy. You know what I mean? Like right there, it just sort of set, sets the tone. Well, it, it, yeah. it set the scene. It did. Yeah. It set the tone. But, you know, it reminds me of, like, so, again, the audio where you're hearing voices but not really seeing them. Uh, early, the first season of the Dukes of Hazard mm-hmm. was a lot of that. They, they uh, the, the audio is a little weird. Like, you'll hear, like, all right, Bo, you know, whatever. And, and But you never really saw them. It's So it reminded me of that, and I just... I don't know if it's just a... If it's a budget thing. I, I, don't, I don't know why they would have recorded yeah, well, it that yeah, way. It's in and post, especially yeah. with the director... Like Cannonball Run, and maybe I mean maybe they did. I don't remember that type of uh, that type of filming in Cannonball or or in, in, yeah. in Smoking a Bandit. I don't remember that. Not to that level. Like I said, um, I don't know. It was, just, it was just a little for, odd for money. I mean, not really. You know, what I mean. Then again, I mean, think about it. They're, they had three million dollars. Three million dollars yeah. to first of all, you're going to Canada, so you have to pay probably half a million to a million dollars. That goes half of your already three quarters of your budget gone you know just to be in canada you have to pay them even though you have to hear oh canada for a few hours um, but you know there you there's your your money then you got to pay the production crew you got to pay this you got to pay that you got to pay for food which i remember there was a scene where they went ass lighting you, you wasted two cans of beans 
and you use river water to make hot, to make hot chocolate. I, I don't know. I, beans and hot chocolate. I'm going to take the beans to keep me warm, not the hot chocolate, because if I got the girl, she should be there keeping me warm, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It was, you uh, know, like the, it, it was, it was in autumn. So <laughs> autumn in Canada, you know, it's, it, I mean, it, they were like one day away of having a frozen river and playing. No, but ice I think it's you know, true. Was, uh, you Dude, <laughs> you have Laurie Laughlin in your personal area. Don't eat two cans of beans. No. <laughs> At that point, if I'm trying to warm up, I don't care if it's beans or a hot chocolate. No, I'm, I'm, eating, I'm saying, getting warm I'm somehow. I'm trying to win her over, not get her out, you know, get her to leave. Well, um, he already won her over. No, no, just... He already did. They were, they were already kissing before they even got to that scene. Anyways, do we cover everything? Roughly, except for the fact, yes, he he, he ran the surprise. He wins the race. <laughs> he does. He does win the race. Yeah. How many laps was it? Three laps? Yeah, yeah. Come on. I don't know. He, he uh, was at three laps, right? Seemed like five know. or I mean, more. Like it just the kept... race seems like it takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. This was yeah, like a quick yeah. race, but I mean, like you said, how they did it in segments. I mean, look at some of the impossible things on that. Okay, you have the kicks bowl. With, with one spoon. spoon. What, so, like, you can't pass with anybody. With one spoon. <laughs> like, by the way, it's a giant bowl. It was almost like it was it was like it was designed by Double Dare. Remember <laughs> yes, that, that yes. game show? Like, like where was the big Sunday that they were going to jump and land well, into, you know? Were they, um, what about the, the jump towards the end? It's called the dip or whatever. That looked like a Double Dare thing hmm. almost because the cliffhanger, it's either yeah. you're safe or you're out. And I'm the cliffhanger, yes. Could you, can you imagine if they had like the little red flag? They had to jump up and grab, you know. But yeah, it was it was it was a weird like I I've never been to a BMX obstacle course, but it it didn't seem like that would be. And it was so tight, like it How looked would anybody too pass small. Each other? It looked like everything was like right there. Oh, I know. I mean, well, yeah, it was weird. It was definitely weird. But also, I, I mean, he does a backflip to get ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, he does. And I, all I remember is the one line. Hulk Hogan, eat your heart out. I'm like, uh, where did Hulk Hogan come yeah. from? <laughs> you, you know, well, the that, I think was, that was one of those was lines. Very cringy. He, yeah, he comes out. I don't bike, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> he also, I think, my cringiest moment is when he oh, when good. he uh, says, "Do you think maybe she'll or they'll bicycle boogie for you?" Like right during the the dance. Oh my when he says yes. that, it's like, no, no. By the way, in real life, those twins now uh, direct and produce well, a lot of films. different movies. A few, yeah, uh, uh, the Conjuring actually, and yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Annabelle stuff like that. They wrote the Conjuring. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like those twins actually made themselves yeah. money. I know. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Yeah. It wasn't from their good looks, though. That's for sure. <laughs> no, definitely was from the outfits. <laughs> it's it's got to be the outfits, or it was the it was that tiger yeah. girl right in the middle of them. As <laughs> oh my god, cheesy yeah. dancing. You want to do uh, final judgment? I think I'm ready. It's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. All right. Right now is the moment where we decide how well or how well it did not <laughs> hold up. Rad. It ends here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it, whatever we whatever yeah. we say here, this is it. This goes down to, into Wikipedia somewhere, and this is it. No one else can say what they think. This is it. It's official. Uh, you know what? Why don't so, we uh, start with our guest? I think it held up. I, I, I love this movie. I still watch this movie. So for me, uh, 
being mm-hmm. born in 79 and going through the 80s era. So I, it just showed my age there a little bit. I, I thought the movie held up perfectly. I love it to this day. I, I wish I saw it in 86 at that time in the theaters for the first time. I regret it. But owning the VHS growing up, owning the iTunes copy now, and I still hold, I still have the DVD copy too. So still holds up the time for me. So... Uh, and I and I think I would say something about mm-hmm. that where you must have been yeah. thrilled because for a while it was VHS and Laserdisc. Who the hell has a Laserdisc player? Yeah, like I remember. that was like you Not know me. that was like the big thing. It looked like a record, mm. but it was a CD. Um, yeah, I mean I don't think so many. I don't think a lot of people ha- ever had a Laserdisc player. But so you waited a long time. So they released. So all right. So the the movie the VHS Laserdisc released in. 86. I bought a, let's just say a eBay version on DVD, <laughs> but it was still a good quality, you know, using it. Um, and then it really came out a 4K Blu-ray, okay. uh, May of 2020, and actually it was released in July of 2020 on iTunes. Oh. So I actually had a, you know, the, I guess the burnt version from eBay. I, I couldn't resist it for nine bucks. I bought mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I have that that version too, and I tell you why. Because they weren't selling it. All right, I'm not Mister Go Out and Buy All These, you know, bootlegs this, bootlegs that. But you know what? If you're not going to sell it, if the if the company is not going to sell it, have at it. Go get it. Go, you know what I mean? Get the get the burnt copy. In fact, mine. Uh, said you're watching Rad uh, on Divix or whatever. Like, all right. So um, I'm so glad that we do this uh, online because you know no one can like sit there and punch me That's when I say cool, stuff. Man. But uh, uh, you know, wrong. here's the thing. In, in all honesty, um, I I don't think it stands the test of time. I like the movie, and it doesn't mean I don't like the movie. I like the movie, and I had never seen it before until you told me to watch it. So I'm watching it now. Sometimes it's like I will tell you a cheesy film that I watched back in the day. Absolutely stands the test of time. It does, abs- and I'm guilty of that. But watching it now, I think it's easier to say. Like when I've never seen it, to say, mm, nah. I, I, I think in '86 it was cool. I think now, and, and I'll tell you, I, I don't. For, for some of the reasons I mentioned before, I don't know if I would ever go to a dance and say people bmx love dancing um i i don't know if that would happen nowadays i don't know if and as and, and as much as i love the music and i and i love the soundtrack i think today it'd probably be hardcore rap i think there would be a, a more of a hardcore-ness to it i just i just think there'd be more hardcore whatever it would be um i don't think you could ever make a film like this with it, where where someone who's seventeen isn't dropping the f bombs, I think it was too clean for that. Um, and and I and I I mean I think it's good because you can actually play this for kids, which I think is great. But if we're staying with the same, if it makes like if they were to make this film today, I don't see it being made like this at all. And that's where I say it doesn't stand the test of time. It doesn't mean it's not a good film. It doesn't mean you shouldn't watch it. I think you should watch it. And I think you'd have a lot of laughs, and it's a lot of fun. And, and you know, it's it's clean fun. And we're missing that a lot today. Um, you know, it's, it's not like the Fast and the Furious. It's like, this is totally different, right? And, and I think that, but today, I don't know if you would get that cleanness trying to do a BMX, which I'm not sure how, how big BMX is today. Anyways, I think you know more mountain bike riding or something. X yeah, games. maybe X, X games. games. X games yeah. still there. Okay, 
Um, but that's just my thing. I, I don't know if I don't think it would stand the test mm-hmm. of time today. But it's a damn good movie, and 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 I definitely think if you haven't seen it. And you like the, especially if you like the '80s movies. Some people hate the '80s movies; they can't stand it. If you hate the '80s movies, you're probably going to hate this one. Um, but but if you like the '80s movies, you'll love it. All right, I'm going to say it does and it doesn't. I'm going to say it does in the sense of if you are a BMX fan, if you are a nostalgic person who really enjoys the '80s, the you know all the aspects of like. You know, like if you see a poster that represents 80s, you see different things like, you know, Ray-Bans and, uh, you know, Neon. Absolutely check this out because you'll get it. I I can't say every uh, modern person would, would, uh, you know, understand. They'd probably look at this and what the fuck is this? You know, like not quite understanding what we get. We get it because we we were there and we appreciate it. So um, I love it. It holds up for me. I'm not sure I would say it holds up for everybody. I wouldn't walk around going, hey, man, you got to check out this movie. It's the right people. I say it absolutely for the right people. It holds up for uh, the masses. Maybe not. Uh, it's, it just, it's one of those. Uh, that It's like I can see how it could work uh, with, with some people. But, like, you know, you got to also understand what you're getting. But it is a blast. It's so much fun. We, we, I enjoy watching it, and um, I'm glad you uh, joined us for this. If you don't want, if you want to hang out, we're, we're going to do this real uh, quick uh, thing for the Steve does this thing where he uh, quizzes me on the uh, uh, decade for or the the, okay. the year sometimes that we I'll for the stick movie around for this. In, I like to hear uh, watching. So, uh, and plus you being a uh, yeah, you know a playlist helps. person or All whatever. Right, I have to like, make sure I stay no some of this stuff. So he's right. just uh, he's just going to pull it up right now. Um, but yes, we're going to do 1982 yes. for you. Yeah, we're doing 1980 songs in 1982. Uh, we're actually taping in January. We're going to release it in February. So I, I, I just went on my uh, my schedule okay, <laughs> really cool. quick. So so I just went on the schedule. I have so a we're, list. So we're I was going to ask you, do you want to do uh, top 25 in, in like three minutes? You want to try? What was the, what did we do last time? Five minutes with 50? And five minutes? How, how long we did, did we give you? Yeah. It was five? Yeah, I, yeah. You, you did, did, yeah, you did, did it five, did. but I did it in like. Uh, we could do less time and less three. if you want. I did what it in three. What do you want to do? I did it in three minutes. How many minutes? Five. We can do fifty, and it we bang it out. All right. Um, yeah, just do that. It doesn't matter. All right. All right. So here we go. So here's where we uh, we test Jay's musical knowledge, and uh, and and he's he's really damn good. And I I am jealous because I I can't as he's reading. I'm I'm reading it, and he's already saying it, and and he comes up with the answers before, and I have the answers right here. Uh, so I will hope hopefully say everything right because sometimes I do mess up on song titles. Uh, but this is the year 1986, which we just uh, did the movie Rad is 1986. So here you go, Billboard Year End Hot 100 sing- singles. We will start with number one, starting with the number one. Yeah, starting so we go with one, one to fifty. Okay, one to fifty, and we're gonna set the timer at five minutes. Okay, so we have that set. And uh, Jay, are you ready? Okay, here we go, and. Mm-hmm. Number one will be That's What Friends Are For. Dionne Warwick and Friends. Say say uh, say You Say Me. Lionel Richie. I Miss You. Climax. On My Own. Patti LaBelle. Yep, there's two there, but I'll give you that. Broken Wings. Uh, uh, Mr. Mister. How Will I Know? Winnie Houston. Party all the time. Eddie Murphy. Burning Heart. Survivor. 
Carrie. Uh, Europe. Addicted to love. Uh, Robert Palmer. Yep. Uh, the greatest love of all. Uh, Winnie Houston. Secret lovers. Atlantic Star. Friends and lovers. Uh, go. Okay. Uh, Glory of love. Uh, Peter Cetera. West End girls. Pet Shop Boys. There'll be sad songs to make you cry. Billy Ocean. Alive and kicking. Uh, Simple Minds. Never. Heart. Kiss. Uh, Prince. Higher Love. Steve Winwood. Stuck with you. Huey Lewis. Holding Back the Years. Simply Red. Sledgehammer. Uh, Peter Gabriel. Sarah. Uh, Starship. Human. Human League. I Can't Wait. Uh, New Shoes. Take My Breath Away. Um, Pass. Oh, uh, Berlin. All right. Yes. Uh, Rock Me Amadeus. Falco. Don't, uh, Papa Don't Preach. Madonna. You Give Love a Bad Name. Bon Jovi. When the growing gets tough, the tough get going. Billy Ocean. When I think of you. Uh, Janet Jackson. These dreams. Heart. Don't forget me when I'm gone. Glass Tiger. Live to tell. Uh, Madonna. Mad about you. Belinda Carlisle. Something about you. Uh, oh, level 42. Venus. Bananarama. Dancing on the ceiling. Lionel Richie. Conga. Miami Sound Machine. True Colors. Cindy Lauper. Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins. What have you done for me lately? Janet Jackson. No one is to, bl uh, no one is to blame. Howard Jones. Let's go all the way. Sly Fox. I didn't mean to turn you on. Robert Palmer. Words get in the way. Miami Sound Machine. Manic Monday. Bangles. Walk of Life. Uh, dire Straits. Amanda. Uh, Boston. All right, going back. Wait, to that, number by nine. The way, that's Kyrie, I think, right? You, you, you said earlier. Kyrie, and I that's think I said Mr. it wrong. Mister. Yes, that's why. I, and yeah, and I knew I was saying it wrong. Carrie. All right, so uh, okay, so you, is that it? Yeah, nah, I was thinking I, I, Kyrie. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, I told you I might mess friends up. Friends and lovers. Uh, um, friends and lovers. Is it Peebo Bryson? Nope. No. Uh, there are there are two people. Yeah. Friends, friends and lovers is two people. It's the know. only one you're missing. Roberta got, Flack uh, and somebody? I don't know. Oh, we've got a minute left. Yeah, I don't know. One yeah. minute. One minute left in the James period. Ingram. No? You good? No? Yeah, when, when, when all else fails. Yeah, yeah, right? Because he always... <laughs> I'm naming yeah, every no, uh, freaking <laughs> R&B singer I could Michael think Michael McDonald. No, no, not... Um, so, uh, Tell no, me that one. Gloria Loring. That one? Gloria Loring. Can you get the second one? Yeah, what? can you get the second one? Carl Anderson. 
No. Gloria Loring, nope, Loring and Carl Anderson. So you actually got you got only one wrong out of 50, and you and you totally did it within five minutes. You did it in like within, I don't know, three and a half minutes. Because I screwed up saying uh <laughs> I was like Carrie or Carrie or whatever. No, I was like I was like if that's not if, if that's not Carrie, then Carrie you, you must was be like Carrie. what? <laughs> Carrie. Uh, not bad. <laughs> there that, it is. Uh, that, that's pretty good. There it is. It's a timer, but yeah, that's a. I, it is amazing. I mean, I mean, this one was a good year for you. Eighty six is a good year. I think you're like what eighty eighty two or maybe eighty three to uh, right. to eighty nine. Eighty three is my favorite or? year. Eighty three is my favorite. But I've seen. No. I have yeah. looked once or twice at what the the hundred was, and there's songs on there that I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. Like, um, that because I was more focused on what was on MTV. Like so, MTV wasn't exactly. necessarily <laughs> saying exactly what was top one hundred. So, like sometimes there's a couple songs like they're like a, a song like "Blame It on the Moon" or something by Bob Seger. I'm like, I've never even heard the song. <laughs> now, now here's one I think that would have been good for Rad if if they had the money. So in, in 1986, this was uh, number 89. It was "Walk This Way" with Run DMC and Aerosmith. Mm -hmm. That would have been a cool song to have, I think, in the movie. That would have worked. Yeah, it would have been fun during the bicycle race, probably. <laughs> during that would have been cool to hear. And uh, Gomez, thank you so much for joining us. If you want, just tell tell everybody um, all about Playlist Wars. Uh. So. Playlist Wars is about me and my best friend, Brian Colburn. Uh, we've been best friends for over, oh God, over 28 years now. Uh, you know, we've known each other very well, been each other's weddings, know each other's families very well. Came up with this idea about a show. He already had another podcast going at that time, and I was kind of on injured reserve because I tore my MCL. I said, I want to do a podcast. And I was thinking sports, music, and then he came up with the idea of Playlist Wars. So it's two best friends and a special guest. What we do is we grab a almost like a greatest hits album, like a greatest hits, you know, one through ten, talk about it, argue why we love it, and then we let the fans, as we call okay. them the playlisters, to vote who got it right. So we do have uh, now uh, we're on Patreon, uh, so you can check us out on patreon.com slash playlist wars. We have a couple of levels that people could pay, get on the show, get shout outs, give us ideas of the show. Also, you can find us on playlistwarspodcast.com where you can vote and hear our shows and see the lists of the songs and hear the songs. <clears throat> you can also find us on Twitter on Playlist Wars. You can find us on Playlist Wars Podcast on Instagram. You can find me at Twitter, Gomez79, and at Brian Colburn on Twitter. So you can cool. find us everywhere. You know, everyone, you know, we have the Twitter family, as we call it, the, the podcast family, uh, where everyone talks to each other, helps out each other. You know, can't thank these guys enough, too. You know, if it wasn't for that, I don't know where we would be. Everyone seems to be gravitating to the show. It seems like everyone wants to be on the show. Uh, we love it. You know what I mean? Uh, Jay, again, we can't wait to have you on, too, when I'm we talk songs of 82 with you. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a fun time, too. I, I was already looking at the list a little bit. I'm like, oh, wow. My list might be all over the place on this one already. So you know, right. we're looking forward to it. You know, we have awesome shows coming up. It just, it's been a great ride. It's been a great time. Our year anniversary is coming up soon. You know, we launched a lot sooner than we, we anticipated, but we did it. And, you know, we've been having a great time and you know the the guests have been awesome everyone's been it's been a great time i mean 
you know, uh, we have Christmas coming up soon. We're going to have some fun with that. It's just a lot, a lot of great stuff that's coming out, and I we're so excited for everyone to listen to it. So yeah, no. It, by the way, real quick, yeah, absolutely. I just want to say that is going to be mm-hmm. my first ever guest appearance on someone else's oh, wow. podcast. So oh, that's gonna be cool. Very You're excited. gonna have fun. I'm very excited. You're if if you if you guys hear the show, you can see how much fun we have. You don't fun. know it, but so they I, sneak into your they sneak into your house, Jay, and they rig up the balloons, and you just don't even know they're there, and you just sing there, they all come down, and you know, like the like the the one hundredth shopper or something, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we should do that. <laughs> uh, if you want to check us out, um, if you want to email us, it's uh, filmcrickets eighty ninety nine at gmail dot com. And, uh, you know, we are uh, trying to promote this one thing called a five-star request. So if you can give us a five-star rating and review on Apple, uh, at the end of that, uh, throw in a movie you'd like us to do, and we'll see what we can do and try to cover it for you, you know? So it's like a (laughs) give-give. Look, you help us out, we'll help you. (laughs) So, all right, thanks a lot, man, and uh, have a great week, folks. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. Trip about moon